Well, just your first impressions after the, the news came down today on, on the fall sports suspensions. Yeah, you know, I think obviously thoughts go out to our athletes who have met with them uh, throughout the week, our fall sports athletes. I don't think this caught any of them uh, off guard or by surprise the way the national trends are going. But uh, you know, I told them we're going to keep fighting for them, and, and that's the big thing to take it through. We fought to them until uh, we were backed into a corner and really uh, didn't have time to make any other alterations or decisions. They've done everything we've asked of them this entire summer. For the last two months, uh, we've asked them to do a lot with new protocols. We've continually changed those and they've done nothing except answer the call. And uh, that's probably the most disappointing piece of that is everything we've asked, they've stepped up and we've kept fighting for them. But uh, ultimately we got back to do a bit of a corner here over the last week and a half and, and had to make a decision that was probably the one that um, we tried to avoid the most. When the NCAA came out with their ruling and, and no fall championships, did that was that essentially the, the last straw where you probably just weren't going to be able to, to have a fall season? Well, it certainly threw five months of planning um, to the side. Right, Everything we've been doing has been gearing up to have a season. And, and you go from our athletic training staff and, and medical doctors at Mosaic Life Care and, and, and health officials here. We, we felt really good where we were 10 days ago on the protocols we had in place. Our athletes uh, training here throughout the summer, uh, going through various testing cycles, going through various precautionary um, matters to ensure they were safe and adjusting to that. They did all of that. From our strength staff uh, here at 4.30 a.m. every day this summer uh, to ensure we were able to space out our workouts and their days were 4.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh, they stepped up to our coaches working grueling hours and, uh, and pivoting and changing uh, and moving forward and, and adjusting their plans really seemingly weekly um, to ensure we could kick off um, and this season in soccer and, and volleyball. Uh, and football as well, and, the, and then run and cross to, to our donors stepping up. We, we, our annual fund uh, hit over our goal by June, and, and they were doing that to help us prepare and compete. And uh, those are all awesome. It's great support, and I think you know where our momentum was taking us. But when the championships were canceled, uh, it totally flipped the narrative. And then additionally, there were some very restrictive national guidelines uh, that were put into place if you were going to play at all. So we've really been spending the last week and a half diving through those and trying to get as creative as we can. And um, every time we thought we found a, a step forward, really it was a step back and, and ultimately it, it forced us into the, into the one decision and, and really the one we've been trying to avoid uh, since March when we had to, to do this for the first time. And, and are doing it all over again. Um, and, and really on those requirements, it's, for us at Missouri Western, it boils down to testing. Um, we feel our protocols are strong, they're in place, but uh, the testing requirements at, at the core of the day go against what uh, we're hearing from our community, from access to testing, uh, to cost of testing, to testing turnaround, logistics aren't there. But even on an ethical piece, and for a lot of our communities, uh, blanket testing of student athletes, even if you can't afford it, and even if the um, the turnaround times in the labs are able to guarantee you quick results. Uh, we're in a spot in the supply chain where those tests need to go to people who need them, whether it's a heart surgery uh, patient, whether it's someone with symptoms. And um, so it, it puts you in a whole lot of different scenarios. And, and for us, the, the testing component um, that was required is really um, very difficult for us to overcome. And I think you're seeing nationally. Uh, as well. That, that, that's a big kicker that a lot of communities uh, in, in 
institutions, Division One, Two, II, and Three, are struggling to to be able to feasibly do and, and compete this fall. How feasible is it to actually play some competition in in the spring with your fall sports? We're going to be as creative as we can, and I think that we're going to play. We're go if, as soon as it's go time, we will we will have a season for these athletes. I can tell you that. At Missouri Western, we will fight for that and keep fighting for them. What it looks like is the ultimate question. What it means eligibility-wise for each individual student, we're still uh, looking for some guidance from the NCAA. And so those will be program decisions, in, uh, individual decisions, but uh, as soon as we can play, our athletes, it's been clear. They want to get out there, you know, and we want them to play as well. And we've been fighting for them this entire time. Uh, and, and this past week and a half took a, a massive body blow to, to our plans, uh, and, and we still feel good about it. And so, from right now, they'll keep training. Uh, they've known about this since midweek of where we were trending, and no one was uh, missing at our 6 a.m. workouts. They're still coming to work. Uh, talked to our soccer team this week in an afternoon about this, and uh, half of them went out and run, were running stadium stairs 30 minutes after our meeting was over. That, that's their mentality. So when, when we're ready to go, they will be ready. And in the meantime, coaches, medical staff, myself, will keep fighting for them. As an athletic department now with no fall sports, and obviously football is the big one, and obviously it helps fund a lot of different things. With not having that this fall, how does it how does that hurt your athletic department financially? And is it a big blow? Well, I, absolutely. Football is, is a revenue driver at Missouri Western. Um, obviously, there's some expenses that decrease as well uh, from shortened seasons and and delay in seasons. But but I think it's a, it's a community impact just as much as it is a financial impact. I mean, this is, uh, you have marching band, you have dance team, you have cheer, you have uh, tailgates, you have just the broader community that, that thrives on football Saturdays in the MIAA. And at Missouri Western, that's important. Uh, we have a football program that we feel is, uh, uh, this year we had very high uh, expectations for. Uh, and we still will with whatever season that looks like. But uh, inherently there are, uh, there are challenges, obviously, in playing a full 10 or 11 game season in the spring. I think from a health and safety perspective, um, that's a lot to ask. Uh, so whatever that looks like, whether that's a four game season, five game season, we haven't dove into that. Uh, but we will have a football season if we're allowed, and, and then we'll, we'll adjust that and go. But yes, financially, it's peace. The, the good news is our, uh, our donors have stepped up big. Uh, we're, we're trending uh, far above our goals and, and a lot of that's tied to, to season tickets and football and, and to basketball but um, all the indications we have they they want to support our student athletes where we're going and, and ultimately that, that's the biggest piece is for us to keep that community engagement uh, without football Saturdays here at Missouri Western. I'm guessing your message to your your coaches here are the same as what you told your spring coaches find a way to, to make this a positive <laughs> And make your teams better, right? Yeah, they, you know, our coaches and, and athletes and and staff have been awesome. Uh, they've been working hard throughout the summer. Uh, you know, a lot of that. So, what, what what are you guys doing right now? We were flip recruiting calendars, flip the way uh, the way we operate and the way we do things, and and really this fall will be no different from everything that the public doesn't see. Um, it'll obviously be different in what those practices look like with distancing and protocols and procedures. Uh, but the early morning workouts, <laughs> on the practice field, the recruiting, all of those things happen. We just won't have the, uh, the opportunity to showcase all of that hard work that our coaches and student athletes put in that's measured in wins and losses in, in competition. 
Um, and I think that is a big takeaway and a big piece. And really, a week and a half ago, we were worried about our ability to practice. And, and we were able to um, navigate through that and, and get some additional rulings from the NCAA that uh, we're fortunate enough to continue our operation. We just won't have outside competition to compete against. How challenging was it trying to juggle player coaches' safety on top of the testing and the cost of that on top of local and state guidelines that may be different in each university setting at that point? Well, logistically, even if we were to move it forward with our plan before the um, the increased requirements uh, came through, it was going to be difficult, but we were going to give it a run. Um, there, uh, there would have been weeks where you would have had precautionary healthy scratches um, across the board. I think the leagues that, uh, in Power Five that are still doing that, if, if they play, you're going to see that. It's a total different way of operating, but we owed everything to our student athletes especially to give it a go and work because they've been clear they want to play and um, and now their attitude's been awesome. I, 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 I don't know if I would have been able to have the same attitude that they've given um, when I was playing and and that's probably been the been the coolest thing to see. Uh, obviously they're disappointed, they're frustrated. Um, some things don't make sense, right? There's a lot of inconsistencies with, with COVID on where you go, what you're doing, uh, and I think that's outside of sports. Um, so, uh, of course, there, there's some that have a lot of questions, but, um, but they've had a great attitude, and, and, and we're here to support them and keep fighting for them. So, pushing back, false, or pushing back sports until January 1st, that's obviously going to affect the winter season as well. So, have you guys begun to think what the beginning of that season might look like? Yeah, that's been... Uh, that's been a discussion in our league meetings. I'd simply say that's my job to figure that out, and if I can't, then I shouldn't have this job. Um, it'll be logistically challenging, but uh, we're, certainly if it's can we figure out a way to staff those games, um, and if that's the only question, the health and safety stuff is aside, we're absolutely going to do that. Um, we owe that to our athletes, and uh, I guess on the bright side, it, if you look at for fall sports, spring we didn't have that option. It was the end of the year. Everything went to a shutdown, and it was abrupt, and we had no plan B. Um, I feel like we're on plan E, F, and G at this point uh, after the last five months. But yes, if it comes to logistics and what schedules look like, hey, we have to step up. And I have no doubt our staff will. We're, we're ready to get going when we can.